We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? and Welcome into the Backliners podcast, Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. But today is anything but usual uh, when it comes to the podcast. We have our very first Dubleoon podcast uh, being recorded tonight. So, uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, this won't be that different, I suppose. Um, because <laughs> it'll be the same. It'll actually be exactly the same, um, except that it's going to be even funnier and more handsome than usual. Um, and then, for those of you who are watching, which of course, if you're listening and you're thinking, how could I possibly get in on this phenomenal action? Uh Twitch.tv slash Prediction Esports. That's Prediction with an extra E. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can come there Mondays at 8 p.m. is when we typically record the podcast. But, you know, sometimes follow, it gets Follow Agro way. on Twitter and uh, he posts all the updates. That is the, true. Yeah, that is. Sometimes, uh, sometimes yeah. we got to do last minute changes. You know? Occasionally. Sometimes you're going to get last minute announcements like, hey, it's 7.48 and the podcast is indeed <laughs> happening tonight. Uh, sometimes that happens. Sometimes it's like 8.05 and it's like, oh, hey, actually the podcast is not happening uh, uh-huh. tonight. So, you know, sometimes things like that will be going on. Um, but most of the time. But most of the time. We're perfect. Okay, we are actually here most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like we, yeah, I, there are 52 weeks in a year. Sure. Over 90%, surely, oh, right? Oh, jeez. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Surely, hold on. Let's Surely. just let's do some math here, okay? Okay. If we if there are fifty two weeks in a year, um, okay. we would need to do a podcast. We'd have to do forty seven podcasts uh, on Mondays in order mm-hmm. to have it be over ninety percent. Now that I'm looking at this number, I think we actually don't have a podcast on Mondays ninety percent of the time. That seems a little that bear. That means we only are missing. <laughs> five mondays throughout the year like yeah i think we've already done that we have almost certainly already missed five mondays but but sometimes it's because they get moved to tuesday you know like do you think we we skip more than like six shows in a year we probably do uh I wouldn't say skip it depends on if we have nothing to talk about because well that's i mean it's skipping right sometimes we skip it's okay to yeah. skip. That's what well, everyone always I says. I don't view skipping that as skipping. Bad, you know, I, I view skipping as like we have actual content material to discuss, and we're like, no, nah, let's not do it. But if we have nothing to talk about, have we like, literally no. ever done that? I feel like we literally never have, unless like one of us is like sick or traveling or something like that. Like that's different. 
Yeah, you might it is, be right. it's an excused absence. Like we never are just yeah, like we don't true, yeah. feel like doing it this week. You know? Yeah. That what's up true. with that? That's How come true. we don't just get to decide? We don't feel <laughs> like doing it. There's big news this week. What if we what's just didn't feel like it? You know what I mean? Like we're. I feel like our audience would kind of roast us. Yeah. And then, you know what? They're right to do so. That's like what we're here to to provide. You know, is mm-hmm. uh, is this great content? And this is a very long winded way of saying that we're providing double that long winded content uh, mm-hmm. here today. Um, if you're watching live, don't go away after Barra does the buy thing because um, we're going to take like a two minute break and then we're going to be coming right back with another episode um, mm-hmm. with. Lermi, the principal designer on the newest Smite God, Ishtar, uh, who is super cool, and a hunter, and Barra's going to be OP with her, so, you know, you're going to want to hear all of his thoughts on that, as well as hear some funny stories about how Lermi yeah, absolutely really boomed me uh, in playtests with, oh. uh, with Ishtar. Lermi and I are kind of playtest rivals, Barra. We end up leaning against each other uh, very, very frequently, and I've Does picked up some... on you? Yeah, of course. She's she's a better player than me. Um oh. She uh, she's also a criminal backstopper, and now I think oh, it's fun to okay. stop backs um, because I've inherited that from her. It, it, she's poisoned it, my mind. Wait, you're talking about like ADC versus ADC, or just like anywhere a- on the map? A- anywhere, anywhere on the map. Yeah, there used to be like kindness in the ADC role, and now everyone's just like brutal over there. Like they will stop your back, like behind your tower. And yeah. That's you know, back in the day, like, you know, it'd, it'd be nice, you know. Yep. People, you could back wherever you want in scrims. I mean, SPL, obviously, a different story, but in scrims, right. you know, it was nice. But now, everyone's stopping your back. They're ignoring a whole wave to walk past it to stop your back again, and it's just like... Ugh. The, the new meta, the new playtest meta that I'm sure we'll get into when we talk to Lermi in a, in a little bit is... Now uh, we use any resource necessary in order to secure cups from one another. Um, that's like the whole mini game. Mm-hmm. Like today, uh, I was playing support today, and I was playing Ganesh. Um, that is not a spoiler of any kind. It was just uh, we what? haven't played support in a while. I was playing some ne- dude. I had some Jeff Hinla level Ganesh alts today. Can I tell nice. you that? Yeah. I had multiple alts that did over two thousand damage in a team fight, but that's that's a story for later. Um, what was your build? normal support build plus Jeez. mana core spikes that's oh. the that's the wave for that's sure that's the tech that is the tech for sure but i literally ganesh alted Lermi off of a cup um <laughs> i slowed her so that she couldn't get to my cup before me and i would do it again uh that's uh that's the that's the reality of the situation you know that's kind of funny because that's literally like what SPL is right now. <laughs> like, Pretty much, yeah. Both supports will start on the same cup and just harass each other around like the duo side jungle, mm-hmm. just trying to get the cups. Yeah, get at, it, it, it's it's a good one. So picking low cooldown ultimate so that you can use mm-hmm. it for cup secure might be how the meta is going, uh, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. That's something to keep yeah, in from mind. From your playtest, I think you're evolving. I think we definitely are. We do some uh, we do some innovative things in the playtests. <laughs> let me let me tell you about that. Speaking of innovative, have you heard of this company called Factor Meals? They're innovating the way that you eat at home. Barra, why That's are you giving me that transition. face? I feel like you. Oh. I feel like I wasn't getting enough credit for that transition. You looked like you were having a cramp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, no. Finish finish this, and then I'll, I'll go into me. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, listen. Factor meals, I'm not trolling you. I have been really bad about eating at home recently, and I've literally 
been thinking I really need to get another shipment of Factor because it is by far the best way that I have found while working from home or uh, when I was going into the studio uh, to do esports stuff and cast. They would have been great to just bring in and put in the little fridge and microwave because they 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 heat up really quickly and it is good, delicious, healthy food that doesn't require any cleanup. I literally was talking to my stream a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago about like what do people actually eat for lunch because I just don't get it at this point. Am I supposed to be cooking? Like I'm not doing it. So quit asking, you know? It's ridiculous. I'd have to cook and then eat and then clean. I've got too much going on in the day. So factor meals are literally perfect for me. I'm going to be putting in my order very soon because Lord knows I need it. Uh, you get a bunch of different options that you can go to. Uh, they cater to all of your different dietary concerns. You know, you can get keto meals, vegan and veggie focused, uh, calorie smart options. They even have cold pressed juices, smoothies, and energy bites, all that kind of stuff. Legitimately delicious food. Uh, cannot recommend it enough. Barracuda, uh, once ate 53 of these meals in one sitting, um, set the world record and then, uh, woke up from his dream and wanted more factor meals i don't know yeah this is gonna be a weird episode i can just yeah the real the real story is uh we got our factor boxes and i ate like four boxes in one sitting because i was like (laughs) this is the best thing i've ever had and i literally just kept eating i don't know if i had not eaten that day or what but i was just going to town on those boxes yeah i was like it takes two minutes to heat up and it's delicious so it's like what's but what if I just had another it, one, you know? You know? Oh, I, yeah, literally, well. <laughs> I literally, like, messaged Barrett a couple days after we got our first box, and I was like, hey, Barry, I just had, like, this, uh, <laughs> which ones did you get? This one was, like, really good. Did you get this? And he's like, oh, I ate all of mine already. It was, like, two days later. It was absolute psycho behavior. So if you want to be a psycho like Barracuda, and who doesn't, head to go.factor75.com slash backliners130 and use code backliners130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's code backliners130 at go.factor75.com slash backliners130 for $130 off. All right, Bear, let's get into some actual smite oh. news now. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, no, no, quick. let's hear about your cramp. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I woke up this morning, and my neck gives me issues, like, once every, like, month or two months or maybe three months depending on the situation Mm -hmm. and i woke up with the biggest cramp in my neck this morning and it's not gone away and you can probably see it on cam my right shoulder this one over here Mm -hmm. is uh like an inch lower yeah it's like sloped yeah and uh so i don't know what's going on (laughs) do you have like one of those like massage guns that you could use yeah yeah and I'm, i'm gonna get destiny to gun me down uh once the once this episode's over with but yeah i also got my uh booster shot today my moderna moderna oh nice how are you feeling pfizer's to begin with and then i got moderna now oh you're switching it up yeah i heard that was the tech i heard it covers more i don't know if that's true um but yeah i'm just nauseous that's about it that's not too bad usually for you anytime you get any sort of illness at all you're like out of commission for two to four weeks there's about 15 side effects, and it's about two-week recovery process, so uh, hopefully, I mean, I got it in the off-season, which is obviously intentional, because I don't want to, like, screw up anything during SPL, yep. but, I mean, hopefully, 
I don't wake up tomorrow with neck pain and whatever Moderna's gonna give me. Sometimes so, I'll yeah. like call Bear right before the podcast gets started. I'm like, all right, man, how you doing? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I went to the grocery store and someone sneezed three aisles over. So I've been bleeding out of my mouth for like a couple of hours, but it's like fine. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, dude, it's not, you don't, no one else gets this way. Like, it's not that serious, man. Like, I'm yeah. shocked that that's the only side effect that you have. I feel like it was a meme in the beginning that I got sick all the time, and then the meme turned into, like, reality, where I was just, you guys have casted some spell on me mm. at this point, where, like, you put that energy out in the universe, and it's just laying me out. But, pretty you're good invited. RNG for this shot so far, so, you know, feeling good. Well, uh, yeah, roster stuff. You're really yeah, flying so. up close to the sun with that comment. Uh, we'll True. See, we'll see how well it goes. Yeah, uh, last week we talked a little bit about... Um, how all of the roster stuff got kicked mm. off. If you haven't been paying attention, uh, it started um, not long after uh, Smite Masters, or even during Smite Masters. Yeah, it was literally during Masters um, that Yarkor was uh, removed from the Atlantis Leviathans, and then, mm. believe either that night or the day after, um, the news broke that Inbound was going to be leaving the Scarabs. Um we said we would do a special episode whenever the replacements were announced and less or one week later um i thought for the record that this was awesome turnaround time by the esports department and the announcement was really good and they had a lot of good content centered around it and having been on the inside during a lot of roster changes this is very difficult content to organize mm -hmm. and produce um and so credit where it's due there and hope it doesn't get leaked and it always does um yep but Thought that their turnaround time was really good, uh, for sure. Um, Yarkor is replacing Inbound on the Solar Scarabs. He's role-swapping to support. And the Solo Laner replacing Yarkor on the Leviathans is Bera's former teammate, Haddix, uh, who has left the Bolt in order to join the Leviathans. Um, and that leaves an open Solo Lane spot. Barracuda and I had a lot of conversations, and I decided it wasn't best for me career-wise to join the team right now. Um, Which was pretty disrespectfully. I know. You, I you, know. You always talk about wanting to come back and like how good you are and how everyone yeah. else sucks and how yeah, much terrible. like you you could just win worlds in one split. Which Solo diff, yeah. I feel like this is like the perfect opportunity. For I you know. To come back and you just didn't want to. I know. I just like. I wasn't really feeling it, you know? It just wasn't really, like... You didn't want to win Worlds? Or? No, I mean, I do, but, like, it, it, mm. it is it is even my solo lane meta. Like, I'm a King Arthur lover. Like, I love to Cacullin abuse. Like, mm -hmm. actually, I, I think I've changed my mind. Will you, uh... Do you think that, like, maybe you, got, you could talk with the team about putting me in there? I, no? I think we do a 1v1 money match, you versus Baskin. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I that sounds good. Like I'll, simply pick, I'll, I'll simply pick Lancelot, and he won't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's, that's, it's, yeah. Baskin is the new solo laner for the Bolts. He's back, baby. Chills. The king has returned. Uh, our god has uh, come back to life. Um, Baskin is returning. To the SPL. Is it funny that while you're saying that, I'm nervous inside that I leaked something? <laughs> no, you're good. It does feel like... The, the turnaround time was just so fast that like yeah. it feels like it shouldn't be out there, you know? That's Dog, like... 
I legitimately thought it was gonna be like the beginning of Fall Split, and I was gonna have to hold it that long I know. and not leak it again. I know. You were like, yeah, no streams anymore, guys. Sorry. No, no cam, no mic, like not gonna be talking about basketball. <laughs> no gameplay. Getting, yep. Not he's gonna be talking about getting his uh getting his driver's license or or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Was his permit back in the day that yeah. uh, that leaked? Yeah. It was the driver's license tech and I uh leaked it. Yeah, that is uh, that is absolutely classic work by you. Um, mm-hmm. Let's start with uh, I think that the the place that actually makes the most sense to start here is Haddix leaving mm-hmm. to join the Leviathans. Um, you know, from you obviously had a had a perspective that I think everyone is interested in hearing. So, mm-hmm. h- how did it all go down from from the team from the team side? Um, well, obviously it was pretty sad, um, cause it was kind of an unexpected change. Uh, cause I felt like we had a terrible performance on, obviously on that Friday against Warriors and we all kind of knew the problems that happened and the tournament that day was like kind of scuffed for us anyways from like outside stuff. And it was just like unfortunate timing. Um, mm-hmm. so it was really unexpected and... And then, which is why I, like, didn't come back to streaming, and I'm probably going to take, like, a more extended break, um, because we were dealing with that roster stuff for, like, four or five days from that, like, Saturday or, like, Sunday, and into, like, basically, like, Wednesday or Thursday, Mm -hmm. from, like, five or six Discord calls a day, okay, who do we want, what are we supposed to do, like... Are you trying to, like, poach somebody? Like, who do we want? And then we narrowed it down, and then Yark went to the bugs, and then we asked uh, D-Dub, and D-Dub didn't want to, so then it was, like, options narrowed down a bit more after that, mm-hmm. and then we were, we were kind of sad about both of those options not happening, because it was, like, you weren't expecting, like, to get no's, I guess. Sure. And then... Um, I think a lot of it was Mask, um, like, throwing Baskin's name in the ring and doing a lot of the, like, I guess talking and conversing and getting everyone on, like, the same page, um, which I, the more I think about it, the more, like, I was, I was kind of unsure in the beginning about the Baskin pickup, but the more... I thought about it, the more it makes sense for us to get Baskin because he fits the role that we need in solo. And Haddix is obviously going to leave a pretty big hole, I think, Um, because he was doing a lot of the late game shot calling and he was a pretty influential voice in drafting as well. And Baskin kind of does that as well. Um, I think Baskin has, like, the scream energy a bit, where you kind of mold around him and Mm -hmm. what he wants to do, which I think for our team is a very good thing. I think Last plays really well with someone that, like, not, like, tells him exactly what to do, but, like, they're bouncing ideas off of each other and playing together, so I think that's going to be really good for them Um, in, like, the early mid-game, because I do think the meta is a bit, like, solo-focused right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were just we were just scrambling for a few days. Everyone was like throwing out ideas of who we wanted, and I'm overall 
I was really stressed about the whole situation, and it was obviously roster changes are always like stressful. But I'm very happy with the outcome of it, and yeah, really looking forward to fall split. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, obviously all memes aside, um, though I do love me some good Baskin memes. They always they always make me laugh. Um, Wooney is is a proven uh, win condition. Um, you know, he certainly is going to have some time to ramp, though he's stepped in and subbed for teams in the past and looked really good right away. Um, he also was on in the United team that did not do very well after he and, uh, and Gino joined. So it's not a guaranteed, like, instant uh, top-end contender, but um, if you've got Baskin-Robbins on your team, you are more likely to win than lose, um, yep. I think is a pretty acceptable place to be. Um and it's not like you know you guys are a bottom end team that he is that he is joining. Um, it I I was thinking about how it's a really interesting overall dynamic because from the outside looking in, you know, if you are an SPL fan who just started watching this year, or you know, a casual fan who only uh, checks in every few weeks or something like that, Haddock's. Um, leaving to join the Leviathans is him leaving the the two seed, I believe, right? You guys were second seed in this phase? I actually have the standings right here. I don't know why. You were like second that. in spring and summer. Yeah, he leaves the two seed to join uh, the five seed. Um, I don't know how many times we've seen that in Smite competitive history. I mean, obviously with the way that uh, the the tournament went and all that kind of stuff. Like it paints it in a little bit of a different light, but mm-hmm. I wonder how often people have willingly left a top two seed um, in order to, in order to join a different team, you know, not, not something that you see every day. Yeah. I think just our tournaments this year have been awful. Uh, I think the first time I think it was when we played against dragons. I think that was when Pagan was playing as assassins. Yep. I want to say, yep. and we did not have an answer to that. Which we just kind of like insta lost that set, and then also in this set, uh, we just trolled drafts, and then also like lost every fight game too. So our tournament performance is definitely bad compared to our phase performance, which is just kind of annoying. <laughs> I feel sure. it's just like we play so well during the phase, and then there's just like something happens, and we just lose, which is. It's just troll in my mind because I feel like we're so much better, obviously, because uh, we're like second, mm-hmm. and we play so well against these teams, and then we like I don't know what happens on tournament day, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has not been uh, the best performances so far in tournament, and, but you know, it only takes also, uh, it only takes one tournament, you know. That is true, and I also think we've had like a bit of troll out of game situations this year which have been pretty annoying uh so we'll see we'll see what happens in fall split so hopefully honestly i would take like a learning curve with baskin and we like hover around like fourth through like sixth and then we just ramp up during worlds than like being like first second or third for fall split like i'd much prefer that mm-hmm obviously and i think a ramp up for us would be nice mentally 
instead of like trying to come in and like I don't want to say like try and come in like win every set because obviously we are trying to win. Mm-hmm. But I think mentally it would be way better for us. Yeah. How do you think uh, Haddix fits into the Leviathans dynamic? Uh, I think he fits in really well. I think he fits in honestly better in Leviathans than he does here or on the bolts. Um, I feel like playstyle wise, he probably fits in better with them as well. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I think that he's gonna be a, a a real force on that team. I mean, Panatom is uh, one of, if not the best facilitators in the league. Um, mm-hmm. In the jungle, and, and Lazbro also is clearly very good at that, but it, just because two players fill similar roles doesn't mean they do it in the exact same way. Um, mm-hmm. And I could totally see Panatom and, and Haddix really uh, playing well off of one another. Um, the front line of the Leviathans, I thought, was the difference maker for them when they were really dominant last year during the World Championship. I mean, if you go back and listen to those casts, that's like all I brought up all the time was how good their front line was. And um, I think the really big thing is how well Rongyu and Haddix are going to work together because I think Ronnie has had a, ba- has had a down year uh, in comparison to certainly what he was doing last year where I thought he was the best support in the league. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how those two are going to play off one another, but it would not surprise me if the Leviathans start to look like their old selves again. And I don't think it's good that Haddix is going to be better than Yarkor. I mean, we just talked about this a lot in regards to the Dragons roster change and all this kind of stuff. Getting a new team member just breathes some fresh air into your environment, Mm -hmm. just revitalizes you. Um, And I think it was pretty clear that the the Leviathans needed a jumpstart. You know, they needed a spark in some way. And I think that, uh, as long as they were going to get a good player in a, in any role, um, they literally could have replaced anybody. And uh, if they got a good player in replacement, I think that they would have all jump-started. Um, so I, I'm expecting a pretty strong fall split from the Leviathans. I don't think it's going to take them a whole lot of ramp-up time, uh, is, is my guess, at the very least. Yeah, I think... Um... The changes were probably good for every team. Or, like, all the three teams that made changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giving you, like, mucusy throat. Uh, <laughs> I, I think literally all the teams benefited from it. Because um, I think Yark will breathe a bit of new life into Bugs. Because I think they need it especially more than anyone else from... <clears throat> I don't know what's happening. My voice. Um, they need it especially after not qualifying uh, mm-hmm. for LAN again. And I think we also needed it for sure. Obviously, like, internally, I was really sad about the changes for sure. Like, mm-hmm. I love Haddix. I think he's sick. Um, but I do think it, obviously, like you said, it breathes, like, a breath of fresh air in everyone. And just having a different voice in comms, like, I think for all three of the teams will be very beneficial. Mm-hmm. And it just it just changes the way you think. And I think it's a very positive thing. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think that that it's going to be a really, really fun Phase 3 to watch. And it does not surprise me that there are so many teams making roster changes because there this was just such a quiet offseason in regards to, to roster changes that it, it's bound to happen at some point. Um, the pressure was building. Exactly. It needed to, it needed to, to be released in some way, and, mm-hmm. and here we are now with a bunch of teams making roster changes. Um, before we go any further, we have a brand new sponsor that... I'm really excited about it. I'm not even going to do a troll transition. 
this time, though of course I will in the future, but for the, for their inaugural <laughs> uh, introduction, uh, I want to introduce you guys to BetterHelp. Um, if you've never heard of BetterHelp, it is a way to help find a uh, therapist and get a, a really easy, streamlined, pain-free way of finding um, a therapist to talk to. Uh, Barra and I have had many conversations, really, on. I, I feel like we have on this podcast, but certainly um, mm-hmm. on our own streams and on our own Twitters and that kind of stuff, on how important therapy has been for us um i have a therapy appointment literally tomorrow morning and i am like stoked to get in there man i've got so much i want to talk about i can't wait i always end up feeling a lot better um and i really am am a huge proponent of even if you feel like you don't have anything that's that's on your mind every once in a while just doing a little check-in and having Mm -hmm. someone there who has no horse in the race, is is completely unbiased, is really there to just give you an outside perspective, um, is super, super healthy. I think everyone should go to therapy, regardless of, of how awesome and, and great everything is. I think it just gives you such a better understanding of how your brain works and how it's going to interpret things in the future when they happen. And I think that really equips you for, for a lot of other things. So let me, uh, so better help in particular, uh, is is really really good way in order to get introduced or get reintroduced to uh, to going to therapy. So it's it, some of the advantages are that it's more affordable than in person therapy, which I know is a huge barrier to entry for a lot of people. Understandably mm-hmm. so. Uh, when I started going back to therapy about a year ago, I had this huge headache trying to find a therapist. It was like I was like, how is this so hard? Um, in order to do like you think it would be easy, but it's really not. Um, Sometimes it can, you know, you send out some messages. It takes a long time for them to get back to you, all that kind of stuff. With BetterHelp, it is so much easier. They take that headache away. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, uh, which is really, really awesome. And it's online therapy that you can do video, phone, live chat only if you don't want to talk out loud. It's easier for you to type things. You can do chat only. Um, You don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. Uh, It's it's really, really nice. so huge, huge shout outs to, to BetterHelp. I'm super stoked about them. Bear, I know I just kind of rambled. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, yeah. No, I was, go ahead. Yeah, I was waiting for a pause. But you yeah, just, I, was just, I, was on the, I was on a roll there. Yeah. Respect. Uh, yeah, I obviously just started therapy this year. I'm not as experienced in it, but it's definitely helped me a lot to, I mean, I'm just going to retweet a few things Agra said. Like, yeah. it kind of makes me understand how my brain works a bit more. And makes me think a bit deeper. Just the way that they can steer the conversations and make you think about things that you haven't thought about before. Or how you handle problems or what's a better way to handle your problems. Or if you have trauma or anything like that from the past or something that happened recently and you just need someone to talk to. I do think having that, as Agra said, like that outside opinion that doesn't have like... Um, doesn't know you that well i think that helps a lot and then obviously as therapy goes on they can get to know you really well and they're also really good at like taking notes and responding to you in an appropriate way of i mean kind of like i said earlier just steering the conversation to help you through things because i've got obviously some stuff i my biggest thing i'll just like open up here is like my brother's death in the past it messed me up 
so bad. Mm. Like, it still messes me up today. And therapy is finally, like, helping me kind of climb through those obstacles and those barriers. And, like, my brain just doesn't work right yeah. anymore from... I like, feel that. It's, it was basically like a trauma thing. Yeah. And so it, it opened my eyes a whole lot. And I highly, highly, highly value therapy now. I've, I obviously did before, but now I value it even higher. And if you guys are nervous, as Agro said, you can do text conversations or simple like voice calls. Um, obviously, I think as it goes on, I would say that like video calling is probably the best uh mm -hmm. just kind of for me uh just adds like the more like personal connection yep um but obviously you just do what's more most comfortable for you and yeah i highly value therapy if you guys are going through anything i just highly highly value you guys doing that to help you yep it is uh, one of the best things that you can do for yourself uh cannot recommend it enough so if you want to uh, explore a little bit more or maybe even get a dope discount by being a Backliners listener, uh, you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash backliners. That's betterhelp.com slash backliners. Uh, again, cannot recommend it enough. Um, think think everyone should take some time to better understand how they work uh, and it, you will be better for it. So thanks to BetterHelp for being a new sponsor here on the podcast. Uh, very excited to have them. Big, big believer in uh, in what they do. Um, okay, let's talk about Yark on the Bugs. Uh, you mentioned a little bit oh, right, yeah. before, uh, <laughs> right before the ad break there. I mean, uh -huh. Yark has proven to me um, that he, that I will never, I'm never going to doubt Yark's capability, um, mm -hmm. as a smite player. It's just not going to happen. Uh, you can't make me. He has, uh, been a transformative solo laner. He roll swapped the ADC, messed around and like was instantly one, one of the best ADCs in the league, which is like, people do not understand how hard that is. Like, mm-hmm. Being really good at one role does not mean that you will be really good at all roles. Like instantly, instantly. Like <laughs> Paul would not necessarily switch to being a, a solo laner or a jungler and be a top of the SPL at that role, uh, even if he is arguably the best mid laner of all time. Um, so for Yark to do that is absolutely mind boggling, um, and you know in in conversations in the past about how the leviathans have worked uh i have i've definitely heard that he is one of if not the primary uh leader like in-game leader about you know what to do where they want to move how these late game fights are going to go uh it all of those things are really easy to do in support right because you're moving around the map so much more than a solo laner you are filling uh so many different roles in your in your team dynamic um and i think that it'll also really i mean it's gonna be hard in a different way for yark like adc i feel like you can kind of tone down your communication a little bit in order to turn up your focus on your your mechanics and your micro and all that kind of stuff in support yark is going to have to be communicating probably more than he was in solo um mm -hmm while still learning what to do in these new team fights and all that kind of stuff. But I, I'm just such a believer in his game and in the way that he plays that 
Uh, I, I've got no worries that, that he's going to uh, struggle in that role. Yeah, I completely agree. I think he's going to pop off, like, instantly. Um, I think as long as he sticks to, like, learning a few characters and how they rotate around uh, in team fights as well as, like, through laning phases, I think he'll do perfect. Uh, mm. I, I as well have, like, insane faith in him. Yeah, it, it, it's just crazy, man. I mean, what he's able to do. And, and the other thing that I think is actually really good is that the Scarabs are going to have to also teach Yarkor what they want from him. And it's going to force the Scarabs to think really critically about what their own roles are in a team dynamic and what they are supposed to be doing. And they often say that the best way to, to master a subject is to teach it, right? You need to understand it entirely. And obviously no one else on the Scarabs has mastered support, but it forces you to master your own role in order to tell your support what you need them to do in order to facilitate you, right? It just kind of reinforces those things that you know, but I might not be thinking about super regularly and, and things along those lines. So I think it's actually, uh, it would not surprise me at all if guys like Stu, Baronic, Sam, and Scary all start looking better individually because having to tell someone what you are going to do that it has no notion of what you're going to do for them um mm -hmm. oftentimes just elevates your game by forcing you to really break it down for them yeah i completely agree i, I think bugs won't be the same team i mean obviously but i think they will actually be an insanely good team with the swap yeah, what what do we think like I guess the the ultimate question though that that I found myself kind of thinking about what what does this do for the bugs? Like does this uh, look it, this is true for every roster change forever. No it is literally never one player's fault when a team is struggling. Like if the bugs start playing super well, there, I know there's going to be a lot of, like, Bobby was the problem, Bobby held this team back, all this kind of stuff. And that is literally, like, never the case. Um, mm -hmm. But it's because of these, like, reinforcements and things that we were kind of just talking about. How high do you think the Scarab ceiling is with, with Yarkor support this close to, to Worlds? I also think it's pretty high. Um, I think they'll... I think they'll... I'm not going to have, like, a slow start, but they'll definitely have, like, a learning curve. I think they'll be around us uh, in the beginning of the standings. Because uh, I think the Baskin swap for us as well will be, like, a bit of getting used to. Mm -hmm. As well as him <laughs> relearning Smite. And uh, I think we'll be close to them. And I think we'll just see... I think the middle of the fall split will be when you can tell how good us and Bugs are. Mm. Um, I think... Yark is reinvigorated by role swaps. I yep. think Solo was kind of just, I don't want to say like boring for him, but like, I, I just think role swapping is really healthy for him. Mm -hmm. And I think him and Stu are going to be a really good 2v2 lane. Yeah, I think they're going to be nasty, man. I mean, uh, this team certainly has shown uh, potential. I mean, I. I could see them getting into the middle of the pack. I don't think that they're going to like mm -hmm. scream towards the top of the standings or anything like that, but I don't see why they couldn't be the fifth seed or the fourth seed if things go particularly well. Um, and then, as we all know, you just have to get to Worlds and see what happens, right? SK yep. was, a, was a five seed. Um, 
the year they won the their first world championship. So just got to get there, um, and uh, and we'll see what the Scarabs can do along those same lines. Um, I know I, the only reason I'm gonna I'm gonna press you on a little bit is because I'm pretty sure uh, Yark talked about it a little bit, and I'm pretty sure Van might have talked about it a little bit as well. The, I'm sure the question in everybody's mind is, you know, did you guys offer Yark the spot for Solo? Mm-hmm. Like, how did, did did that happen? Though, obviously, I know the answer, but oh, yeah, that's what I'm yeah, asking. And, and can you uh, satiate everyone's uh, curiosity on that on that topic? Yeah, I don't think we handled the conversation that well. And uh, he, he said no. So, <laughs> yeah, that's... That's the only details. That, that's the only juicy details I'm gonna give you guys. Fair and, enough. Uh, yeah, that's that's your satiation right there. There you go. Now you are no longer. Uh, yeah. Uh, what uh, what's like? What's the state that makes you need to be satiated? Uh, like, is that hunger or thirst? I'm looking it up. I don't know. I mean, you could probably say either one of those, and then you're you're satisfied when you get the. Yeah, I guess juice. it's just like a different word. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I will yeah, say that as well, Legic. Uh, I do feel bad for Bobby. Um, yeah. I do think, unfortunately, he hasn't had the best individual performances this year. Um, but I, I don't think he was getting, like, scapegoated. But I do think that it was just kind of unfortunate that... I think whenever bugs have looked bad, it's always coming back to Bobby. Mm-hmm. And... I uh, like community wise. I feel like whenever the bugs lose, it's like, oh, this is Bobby's fault. Mm-hmm. And I think whenever a team has that player, I think it leaks into like the players' mindsets as well, where it's like kind of always like you're just hearing from the community. Like anytime you stream, uh, it's like, oh yeah, you guys should just drop that guy, and it's like pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the same thing happened to Vin after like I streamed. Like, after spring split, and people were, like, roasting Vin so hard in my chat, and I'm like, this is so annoying. Yeah. Like, grow up, dude. Like, yeah. Bro, he has one bad tournament, and, like, if people are coming for his throat, like, dude, get off. Yep. That is the way it goes. Um, you know, that's how it is in traditional sports and esports, and unfortunately yep. how it will always be. But, uh, yeah, obviously wishing the best for... For Bobby, I don't think that he should take this as the end of his SPL career. You know, I think this is a good time mm-hmm. to, to refocus and and find that fire. And um, I think that he still has uh, a lot to a lot to do um, in this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he tweeted, uh, I retweeted it, but he's going to be focusing on doing full time content creation. Um, I pop into a stream every once in a while because I think he's a very entertaining streamer. Really funny guy, really cool guy. So highly recommend him. Um, I think it's just twitch.tv slash inbound. Um, you know, this is, uh, I'm sure, a very uncertain time for him. So always. Uh, yeah, definitely go support him and sub to everything. Yep, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. He makes a ton of YouTube content for sure. Yeah, very entertaining streamer, as Agra said. Uh I, I like to watch him as well. He's just he's just a funny guy. He tries really hard to be entertaining, but it's in a good way. Yep. 
Like, he's not, like, a lazy streamer, I mean. No, no, definitely not a lazy streamer. I, I uh, go in there and, like, t- tell him that I'm better than him at pickleball or something like that. Um, <laughs> or you could lie instead and say that he's better. But it's uh, that's really up to you on if you want to lie <laughs> or not. Um, by the way, I looked it up just in case anyone was curious here in the chat. Uh, and the word satiated comes from the Latin satiare. <laughs> no. uh, I took Latin in high school, by the way. Um, Same. It was, it was cool. It. Yeah, we did talk about that. Uh, meaning fill, full, or satisfy, uh, which is precisely how a person who is satiated feels. Full and satiate, sa- full and satisfied from a good meal. Also, it's like opening your phone bill and realizing that you only paid fifteen dollars oh. a month for premium wireless service through Mint Mobile. You thought there were only two ad reads in the show, and boy, do you look stupid now. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, I hate those absolute pieces and big wireless. If we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. Okay? So there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one, of course. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet, savory savings directly on to you. If Mint Mobile put their secret sauce on your dinner, you would be satiated afterwards. Satiated. You'd be satisfied. You'd be full. After. On your factor meal? On your factor meal with Mint Mobile's secret sauce. You could use your Mint Mobile phone to order a factor meal and then schedule a therapy appointment using BetterHelp. All this, <laughs> like, in, in your in your connection would be flawless. There's no doubt about it. Uh, listen, you know the deal. Mint Mobile, premium wireless service, 15 bucks a month. You get to keep your phone, keep your same contacts. Uh, you get a better network doing it. It is super fast and easy to sign up. Uh, Bera and Destiny have been using it for for a long time now. Absolutely love it. And they love it more than anything else in the world except for their cats. But sometimes when their cats are being jerks, they do think Mint Mobile might even be better than their cats. Is that true? Oh, Mint Mobile is definitely better than Luna. She she acts like all pitiful and adorable and stuff. Mm -hmm. But she is an absolute menace. See, she's going after my microphone. Yeah, watch watch out for that. Okay, so better than Luna. Well, now we know. Uh, probably tied with Hobbs and probably Heroes. Heroes definitely the goaded cat for sure. Okay, so Mint Mobile somewhere between Hobbs and Hero and some well above it's, Luna. It's sandwich so, in there for sure. Yeah, sandwich in there for sure. To your new wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month, and you get the plan shipped straight to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com/backliners. That's mintmobile.com/backliners. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash backliners uh there you go that's uh that's our third and final ad read of the show um all right let's get to the random question of the week because we've got to do two this week because again if you didn't uh if you weren't here earlier um if you are watching live on twitch which you can do at twitch.tv slash prediction esports we're going to go to a break um and then come back and talk with lermy It'll be a very uh, short break so don't be yeah don't be like worried. literally like not even um bear is gonna say can i go get some water and i'm gonna say no and then i'm gonna pre- i'm gonna switch it yep. and he's not gonna be able to leave um but you know on the podcast you're just gonna have to like press like the next podcast button um <laughs> which we all know exists uh so for this uh for this random question of the week 
this one comes from, uh, oh man, I should have looked at how to pronounce this name earlier. I just can't do it. Order uh, in uh, on Twitter. Um, or retro backwards with some dots. I don't know. Uh, random question of the week idea. Favorite set as a player to play that you can remember. So that maybe not like, uh, you know, not exclu- not including uh, World's Finals or anything like that, Barry, of course. But something like a, maybe a troll set that you remember like having some fun in or because uh, you, quote, pogged off. Oh, because I pogged off. Or like a, uh, you know, funny, something well, funny in P's and B's or something. I think the most fun, like, outside of team, because all my team games kind of, like, blurred together, so I remember, like, the other events more. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was the All-Star event, where it was me, Jeff, Yamin, Cubo, and Variety. Mm. And that was so much fun. (laughs) Uh, That roster, and just, like, how we talked in-game, and it it was just so much fun. Was that the one... Uh, we we lost to Aurora's Hell support. Okay, I was gonna say that was season f- five, four, or five. Oh, it must have been four if Yemen was playing, right? I don't think he played all of season five. Yeah, uh, yeah, it would have been season four. I vaguely remember that land. Um, that was like it was like the Minotaurs and the yep. Juggernauts and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, okay, that was like the first time in the new studios. Maybe that was season five. I don't know. Um, that event was fun. That was a good time. Uh, I was actually going to bring up not. Um, I will answer the question as as a player, but the most the funniest thing I think I've ever been a part of in Smite was uh, was me listening to the comms of uh, of an All Star event team that was Cherio, Meerkat, Baskin, <laughs> Kabam, and. I want to say it was like Gino. Um, I don't know, but there you can find a a Twitter thread of mine where I was, I was in the coach booth listening to their comms and I had gotten permission to tweet out the quotes um, from it during that that event. Literally like I was in tears in the coaching booth uh, listening to the comms of this game. It was one of the funniest things. Meerkat was playing ADC against Just Lion, who was a PS4, uh, European PS4 player. And, uh, Meerkat was getting absolutely obliterated. Um, and Just Lion was using a PlayStation controller. Uh, and, um, one of the, the, the greatest quotes of all time was Meerkat just getting at, he's, he's in the middle of getting soloed for like the second time. He's playing Jingwei into Uller. Um, and getting soloed off CD, uh, not off CD, but he got soloed like at least three times, I think. And Meerkat just goes, I'm getting PS Ford on as he's like, as he's dying. <laughs> it was just like the most, but he said it was such distress. Like <laughs> he was really worried about it. Uh, I literally like could not stop laughing. That was the funniest like game, individual game that I can remember. Um, also the game that, Mike, uh, season three that PBM casted with us. Um, and it was like five of us on the mic. That was, that was a really fun, uh, game as a player. Um, I remember, uh, I remember a few sets being particularly fun. Um, I remember, uh, our, I remember we had a really close, um, set at MLG new Orleans. This was season two. Um, 
And it was MLG New Orleans in order to determine the initial uh, SCL, the first Smite console league. And it was top 12, I think, uh, qualified to the SCL. Uh, and our team was like, it was really just like me and my friends that I knew like in real life. Um, and a couple people that we found like oh. playing ranked and that kind of stuff. Um, that we had just been playing Smite and saw who was playing on Xbox. And we were like, these guys suck. We played Xbox COD our whole lives and like just started playing Smite on PC. Like we should just go and play. Um, and that land was so much fun. And we ended up getting third at that land. Uh, and I remember beating um, Epsilon was uh, was the team that we like upset in order to in order to get like a much higher seed. And I remember that set fairly well. Um, that was, that was one that I really, that was like our first big, my first time playing on land at all and, um, had a lot of fun and, and played pretty well. So I remember that. And then I remember, I want to say it was <laughs> poor Uzzy, bro. We would like, we would go through phases where Uzzy would just like lose a little bit of motivation or just like not play very well. And Chapo or, uh, Elyon, and bro Chacho would be like, hey, bro, we got to find a new soul laner. And I'd be like, are we sure? And they're like, yeah, we can't do it with Uzzy. And I'm like, all right, fine. We'd like try out some new soul laners. We'd play with them for a few weeks. Uzzy would start tearing it up and ranked again because he'd be motivated. We'd pick Uzzy back up. A month later, we'd do the exact same dance. It was over and over and over again. It was so bad. Um, but I remember one time we were like scrimming with, uh, this is a shout out to an old SCL name. We were scrimming with Seal Car as our soul laner. Um, and Elion was just like, he was, uh, I, I don't think that he was in a, a clear state of mind for this, uh, for this tryout would be my guess. Um, and, uh, he was also in a real mood, uh, that oh, day. No. And I, I just remember him playing Thor and he, I mean, dude, he was like 11 and oh in this scrim, um, and he was just absolutely dominating people. And I just remember, like, the things he was saying were just, like, the most troll things I'd ever heard in my entire life. Uh, and I, I can't even repeat the things that he said because I don't think they're particularly appropriate. But that was a very fun session that I uh, that I remember. It was one of our tryouts with, uh, with Seal Car, for sure. Uh, tryouts are fun. Tryouts are fun. I don't, I don't think we've had a tryout in quite some time. Like, you didn't make Baskin like, earn it? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, hey, Baskin, I think we're going to like try you out against this person. You'd be like, cool, uh, I'm not going to play anymore. Uh, and you're like, wait, Baskin, please. The week after Summer Split ends, hey, you guys want to scrim again? <laughs> yeah, that, I don't think that would You guys want to do some tryouts? That would not have gone over uh, super well, for sure. Um, okay, that's going to do it for this episode of The Backliners. Uh, we had uh, a, f- a first time... Three episode, three sponsor episode. Um, so, mm-hmm. of course, thank you to Factor. If you want to head on over to go.factor75.com slash backliners130, you get $130 off some really, really delicious, really healthy meals. Uh, big shout out to our new sponsor, BetterHelp. Uh, betterhelp.com slash backliners. You get 10% off your first month. Uh, it helps you find a therapist. It helps you find someone to talk to. Cannot recommend it enough. Really, really uh, excited to have them on board. And then, of course, the homies at Mint Mobile. Uh, we know them. We love them. 
uh, mintmobile.com slash backliners in order to get uh, premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. Um, for all of our stream watchers, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in like literally a few minutes, if even. Um, yep. With I literally have to go get water. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I told you we'd ask if you could go and get water. I yeah, knew I we would. I knew it. Uh, we'll be I back in just a few minutes uh, to talk with Lermy, or you know, if you're listening, just go into the next episode to hear about Ishtar, the newest hunter joining Smite. We'll be back Ooh. in a little bit, Barry. This is, I don't know how you want to handle this one on your end. This is your thing, so I'm gonna let you do whatever you want to do right now. Bye, and see you soon. Clean. I like the audible. Good work. Thank you. Okay, and I'm going to get water for real, so be Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.